0: Well, a very pleasant good morning. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. Glad to have you along. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. You can reach me at any time at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Well, this morning, some thoughts about the parable of the wedding feast. When you go to such a gathering, it may seem natural to attempt to get the best seats in the house. But Jesus says in this parable, go down lower to go up higher. My goodness, what exactly is meant by that? The gospel writer Luke relates what happened. Now he, namely Jesus, told a parable to those who were invited when he noticed how they chose the places of honor. Why were they choosing such places? Well, in Jesus's day, and admittedly, probably today as well, guests were expected to give priority to those of higher rank who would take the most prestigious places near the head of the group. Jesus took note and said, When you're invited by someone to a wedding feast, do not sit down in a place of honor, lest someone more distinguished than you be invited by him, and he who invited you both will come and say to you, Give your place to this person, and then you will begin with shame to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit in the lowest place so that when your host comes, he may send to you, friend, move up higher, and then you'll be honored in the presence of all who sit at table with you. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. As one commentator has stated, the person who boasts before God will be humbled in the Lord's judgment while the one who humbly confesses their sin may trust in Christ for forgiveness and be raised up at the last day. Okay, so here's the scene. The guests arrive at the wedding feast, all decked out in attire they feel is reflective of who they are and what they do. Some of the guests being more distinguished and having clothes that are more fancy and rich-looking than some other guests, perhaps. And these more richly attired guests may have been quite prideful about their position in life. So when they arrive at the feast, they move quickly to secure one of the places of honor, a place they feel befits their position in society, leaving the other guests to scramble for whatever seats happen to be left so they could scoot into a place as quickly as they could before somebody else would get that seat. And it just could be that some of them thought a little bit too much of themselves, and they secure a seat not meant for their rank, so they would be asked to move down lower. How humiliating is that? And consider this quote from one theologian who stated, No matter what others say or do, your greatest promotion is when your Heavenly Father calls you His beloved child. Indeed. That's a promotion you can live with for eternity. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend. The point of this parable about the wedding feast is for you to see things the way God sees them. The world says, take the higher seat. Take the greater honor. You deserve it. You've earned it. You've worked hard for it. Claim the merit. Claim the merit. But God says, all the merit is in me. Take the lower Seat. Indeed, God looks at things in an opposite manner from the way the world views things. That's God's will for you, to see things through his eyes. However, even as a Christian, it's relatively easy for the world's mindset to dominate. It's easy to fit right in and even chase others. Imagine that, (laughs) to get that higher, more prestigious seat. That would be quite a scene, wouldn't it? I mean, that's pride at its best. And as someone once said, pride goes before the fall. There's an old fable about two ducks and a frog who lived in a farmer's pond. The ducks and the frog were the very best of friends. They played together all day long. But when the hot summer days came, well, the pond began to dry up, and the ducks realized that they would have to move. Now, they could easily fly away to another place, but hey, what about their friend, the frog? Finally, the ducks decided to put a stick between them. Each would hold one end in its bill, while the frog hung on to the stick by its mouth. So the three friends set out for another pond. As they were flying, the farmer saw them and said, Oh, how clever. I wonder who thought of that. And the frog said, I did. (laughs) And of course, that was the end of the frog. Indeed, pride goes before the fall. Did you know that one chapter of C.S. Lewis's book, Christian Behavior, is titled The Great Sin? And you might imagine that it would deal with murder, or adultery. No, no. It describes pride or self-conceit as the great sin. Lewis writes, and the devil did grin, for his darling sin is pride, that apes humility. It places you above your maker instead of your maker being above you. And that's the upside down way the world does look at things from the vantage point of view instead of the vantage point of Christ. Indeed, due to your sinful nature and mine, you and I are inclined to think exactly that way. Well, you're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend right here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news, Christ for you anytime, anywhere. I'll be back with more about the parable of the wedding feast after these. Welcome back to Moments of Assurance Weekend. Privileged to be with you, I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. You can always reach me at 314 996 1520. Talking with you today about the parable of the wedding feast and how pride goes before the fall. Pride causes you to want to take uh, the very best seats in the house. Pride causes the arrow of attention to point to you instead of to point to Christ. Indeed, according to your sinful nature and mine, you and I are inclined to think that way. One author writes, a cat goes up quickly into the topmost branches of a tree, but it doesn't come down so quickly. It cannot come down head first. Its claws were made to work the other way. It has to turn around. It has to back down. (laughs) It's just the opposite with people. For them, it's a great deal easier to come down than it is to go up. They incline to sin and evil, you and me as well. So the inclination is in the wrong direction, not toward God, but toward fulfilling the needs of self. In the case of the parable of the wedding banquet, the need for self was to be noticed. The people that came there in their fine dress were inclined in that direction. They wanted those premier seats. They wanted others to have their eyes riveted on them as they promenaded forward with pride turning their heads back and forth to see, indeed, if they're being noticed. That inclination is not foreign to you and to me. Even in congregations today, everyone knows that the first pew belongs to this family, and the second pew belongs to that family. They've always sat there. And before them, their parents sat there, and before them, their parents sat there. (laughs) And it's a given. It's their pew. And no one dares to sit in it. But hey, how would the picture change on a Sunday morning if the family sitting in that front row happened to turn around just before the service started and see a tattered, torn, unshaven older man enter the church from the back? Just suppose they had a sudden inclination away from themselves and outward to that tattered and torn older man. How would the picture change that morning if that first pew family stood up, walked out of their pew, and motioned for the tattered and torn man to enter? Yes, enter their pew, their sacred pew. No one else has ever sat there before. But something changed in the heart of that first pew family. Something changed how they looked at the picture of life that Sunday morning. So that first pew family went to the very back of the church. Imagine that. Yes, to the very back, to take a seat they normally would have expected the tattered and torn old man to take. Indeed, the sinful flesh in the world says, take the higher seat. God says, take the lower seat. St. Paul once wrote, do nothing from rivalry or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. And isn't that what Jesus Christ has done for you? He took the lower seat. Indeed, the seat he took was as low as you can get. He took all of your sin, all of your evil, your selfishness, all of your pride, and he bore those sins in his body on the cross that first Good Friday. That is as low as you can get. He saw your sin and your death and your hell. He saw it all and he got up out of his seat in divine glory and came all the way down to earth to become a man so he could take your place on the seat of that cross as low as you can get. So you could have a place as high as you can get in heaven. Indeed, in heaven, you have a seat with the God of the universe who went as low as you can get. What a friend, what a God, what a savior, what a love indeed. So how about you this morning? Are you willing to take a seat as low as you can get? An old writer has said, God has two thrones, one in the highest heaven and one in the humblest heart. In a painting of the crucifixion by the Dutch artist Rembrandt, attention is first drawn to the cross and to Christ who died there as your ransom. Then you notice the many people at Calvary. Then your eyes drift off to the edge of the painting, And you see a little figure of a man in the shadows. That's Rembrandt. He's saying, My sins nailed the Savior there. He died for me, and I believe it. What humility of heart. So, what is it that reverses your heart and mind and changes it? To be willing to take the lower seat. It's none other than Christ himself, the one who took the lowest seat, is the same one who gives you the desire and the inclination to be willing to assume that low position. As you go to the means to connect with Christ in his precious word and sacraments, as you do, you get in touch with the Almighty. Please stay in the word and you'll see things the way God sees them, upside down from the world, but right side up as far as God sees them. Well, thanks for listening. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO, the official broadcast ministry of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Your support is vital for this program to continue. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518, or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.